Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to our new series titled Shop Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tan, and over the next few weeks, we will be deep diving into the world of e-commerce and campaigns. This series will feature expert speakers from Shopee and brands as we navigate the impact of shopping festivals on marketing strategies as well as the role of entertainment in big campaigns. In our first episode, we speak to Pan Huiyan, Regional Marketing Lead at Shopee, and Ashma Chithan, Online and E-Commerce Head for Southeast Asia, Korea, and India at Microsoft. Both of them will be discussing how merchants and brands can make the most of shopping festivals such as 99, 1010, and 1111, as well as the perks of being part of these festivals. Hi, Huiyan and Ashma, how are you? Thank you. Feeling great. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Huiyan and Janice, both for having me here. Really looking forward to this chat. That's great. Well, Huiyan, could you start us off by telling us a bit about yourself and what you do with Shopee? Sure. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Huiyan, and I'm the regional marketing lead at Shopee. So I oversee various aspects of Shopee's brand marketing efforts across the region, including content marketing, public relations, strategic partnerships, and creative production. So as the leading e-commerce platform in Southeast Asia and Taiwan, um, our goal at Shopee is really to help connect shoppers, brands, and sellers uh, across the region. So empowering anyone to buy and sell anywhere at, at any time. Thank you. We are also joined by Ashma from Microsoft. Could you share more about yourself also? Oh, absolutely. So Ashima Shethan, I lead digital and e-commerce marketing for Southeast Asia, Korea and India for the Microsoft consumer business. When I say Microsoft consumer business, let me help you understand a little bit of uh, what does that mean really. It's essentially across uh, the Microsoft solution lines of Windows, Office, Xbox and Surface. Um, so essentially, it's it's a it's a very interesting product mix uh, that we bring to the consumer, which is both ecosystem and first party across software, devices, and gaming, which helps them achieve more. Wow, that's a wide range for sure. Thanks for that quick introduction. Now, Huiyan, could you share some of the most anticipated campaigns Shopee has that your merchants can jump on board? Basically, I think you know for Shopee, many of us remember Shopee through our very memorable ads,、um, as well as our exciting mega sale campaigns. So I think just、uh, you know a little bit about these campaigns. You know, this is where shoppers can really enjoy the best deals and entertainment, as you guys have seen. Our sellers as well can easily come on board to grow and scale their businesses, and then brands can obviously connect and deepen the engagement with new and ex- existing customers alike. So I think in general,、uh, for us, you know, we have a wide range of these campaigns that our merchants, our brands have also grown to love and look forward to. I think every month.、Um, so in all our markets, these localized campaigns really celebrate. The uniqueness and diversity of Southeast Asia. So, for example, our Tutu CNY campaign in Shopee、um, in Singapore, as well as our big Ramadan sale in Indonesia, both of them are very in line with festivities celebrated by different ethnic groups. We also roll out campaigns that cater to ongoing and evolving needs in our markets. For example, in Malaysia, we launch、uh, what we call Shop Malaysia Online, and this is in collaboration with local governments. Which benefited a lot of Malaysian sellers and shoppers amidst the pandemic in 2020 as well. Just a little bit of example of the impact of this campaign: 2.9 million shoppers、um, enjoyed discounts and subsidies, which really helped them manage the cost of living. The campaign also generated more than 540 million ringgit in sales for 83,000 participating local sellers. So that's really a, a feat for us. 
And I think these campaigns are created very in line with our hyper-local approach, and it caters to the varying needs and preferences for each and every one of our markets. So a little bit more about mega sale campaigns today, it has become very, very widely popular amongst shoppers and businesses alike. If you guys don't know, uh, Shopee was actually the first to launch a 99 Super Shopping Day in 2016 to cater to the rapid growth of e-commerce in the region. So today, as we all can see, 99 marks the start of the year-end shopping season. So with the mega sales that have become massively huge annual celebrations, for instance, 1010 Brands Festival, which is very brand-focused, um, 11-11 Big Sale, mm-hmm. as well as our annual 12-12 uh, Birthday Sale. So I think over the years, we see more and more users joining us in these mega campaigns. In fact, according to a recent survey, 91% of shoppers actually plan to shop during these mega sale campaigns, and 75% of them plan to increase their spending during these campaigns. So it's a huge opportunity for brands and sellers alike. So it's crucial for us at Shopee to continue to enhance our in-app tools that allow brands to better reach and engage these customers. For example, our features like Shopee Live, Shopee Feed, and our in-app games, um, as well as our marketing solutions, which help brands leverage on the increased traffic and visibility during these campaigns. So finally, um, I think these mega campaigns serve as very effective springboards for brands and sellers to reach new customers, drive traffic and sales, and obviously, at the end of the day, to strengthen everyone's presence online as well. I see. Okay. Well, let's delve a little deeper into the types of shoppers on Shopee, okay? Could you share more about the shopper behavior and personas on the platform? And how are you advising brands and sellers to use these details to their advantage? Yeah, I would love to. So I think we can all see that the acceleration of digitalization these past two years have seen more people across different demographics adopt e-commerce almost as a day-to-day shopping tool. So as such, we see some emerging new habits and trends amongst shoppers on top of the always-on behaviors that we have always observed um, in the past couple of years. So in fact, we did a survey of 35,000 shoppers across some of our Southeast Asian markets earlier this year identified some key shopper profiles. So a couple of examples include bargain hunters, uh, window shoppers, and loyal brand shoppers as well. So majority of respondents in our survey markets are still bargain hunters. I think this comes as no surprise to us. This remains unchanged. People still want to score the best deals. That's why we work very closely with our brand partners to offer the best prizes and assortment to their customers throughout the year, not only the year-end season. For instance, we have dedicated super brand days that allow brands to offer promotions when purchase intent is high, such as when interest in computing devices increases before the start of every school year. However, besides bargain hunters, other emerging shopping profiles continue to grow very steadily. So for instance, there's a growing opportunity for brands to offer a strong selection of products to window shoppers. These people, they often spontaneously cut out an item that catches their eye. So I am one of them. Impulse buys is, you know, one of our standard behaviors. And then, of course, we have loyal brand shoppers. So they purchase from their favorite brands as frequently as twice a month, making it important for brands to cultivate that brand loyalty uh, amongst these uh, customers. So I think in general, brands and sellers must understand these behaviors first and foremost, um, as well as the local nuances that impact uh, these habits. So for example, in Thailand, bargain hunters tend to patiently plan their purchases. Over half of Thai shoppers take at least a few days to plan their online 
purchases. On the contrary, 62% of Filipino shoppers buy something spontaneously when they spot a good deal. So there are definitely market nuances at play as well. Finally, at the same time, shoppers are becoming savvier and savvier, and they're learning to maximize the benefits of e-commerce. According to the reports, 91% of shoppers indicated that mega sale campaigns encourage them to try new brands that they have never tried before. So mega sale campaigns are no longer just one-off events with accelerated sales, but rather is also a strong opportunity for businesses to build their brands and attract even more new customers. So we advise brands to continue, build awareness, have an always-on strategy so that even before the sales season begin, you are able to start planning and start capturing um, the attention of the shoppers. Thanks for breaking it down for us and sharing those tips. You know, it's that time of the year when everyone, from brands to consumers, are preparing for the slew of shopping festivals from 99 and 1010 to 1111. Ashma, how are you gearing up for the upcoming series of shopping festivals and the year-end festive season? And could you also share more about the takeaways you derived from this year's 99 and how you'll be implementing them in the next few months? I think to start with, right, let's let's agree on one thing. Shopping festivals have become this sort of critical wave that brands have to both manage and ride. And it's not a simple one. It's sort of a concentrated period where if you can get the formula right, it's extremely effective for consumer reach and conversions. Now, from a Microsoft perspective, we're focusing on three things for this festival and this year-end season. Mm -hmm. I think first and foremost is getting the right product for our customers and ensuring that our partners are stocking and assorting what customers are searching for. Um, I think secondly, extremely important and something that we've realized actually, um, you know, over a couple of years working with platforms such as Shopee is that it is extremely important to ensure solid visibility on the platform. Because at this point in time, you already have a sea of eyeballs uh, on a platform like Shopee. Um, So which is why we're trying to focus a lot of marketing on platform as opposed to off platform. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, um, and and I'll wrap that up in a nice driven and then it's coming from what something a little little bit like that, which uh, Huyen was mentioning about that at this point in time, the stage that Southeast Asia shoppers on marketplaces are, they're looking for a good promotion. Right. So it's extremely important to drive a solid promotion strategy with competitive deals, using tools like vouchers, etc., um, that are extremely powerful when it comes to converting on, on Shopee. We know that shoppers, when they come down in marketplaces, they're lower down the funnel in the purchase decision. They're looking just for the right enablers to actually help them make the final choice. And that is what we want, what, what we want to make sure that we're providing. So really, those three things is what we're trying to focus on, regardless of you know, the product proposition that we're bringing to us. Let's look at it this way, right? Shopping festivals are bringing two things organically. They're bringing in a lot of concentrated buying intent and a lot of consumer eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at 9.9 and at Microsoft, what we were able to do is really get that formula um, you know, together on the right dates and we were able to convert. If I could tell you one thing that we want to do a lot more of um, is actually to be able to contextualize messaging. I think at this point in time, we're using, you know, platforms and festivals as a time to really seek reach, right? But I think what we want to do more of, and we piloted this in 9.9, and in fact, it sort of gave us tremendous uplifts, right, in terms of indicators like views and cart ads, etc., to be able to contextualize messages to the demographic, to contextualize it to audience, to contextualize it to what 
what Huyen was saying, which is around shopper behaviors. I think uh, right now we're merchandising um, in, a, in a more linear format, but we want to be able to cut this down and be more relevant to our consumer. Mm, okay. Well, with so many shopping festivals today, sometimes shoppers might just miss the boat and simply wait until the next campaign to make a purchase, right? How do you counter this with the growing number of shopping festivals? Let me give you a bit of a Microsoft perspective before sure. Green comes in with uh, with the platform one. So when it comes to Microsoft solutions, uh, I'll be honest, Janice, we believe that if there is a customer need that one of our solutions is authentically fulfilling, these platforms are becoming just a very good enabler. I'll be very honest. The customer demand is already positive. And if as a brand, which is, let's say, Microsoft and the platform, which is Shopee, if we're doing the right job of convincing the shopper that, listen, this is what you should buy and this is where you should buy it from, this will drive the conversion because, you know, Southeast Asia customers are smart, they're connected, they're informed. One first festival or or, or the next really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. I think essentially brands and sellers, I think, view e-commerce as long-term business strategy. So it's not just a one-off one off boost just for major campaigns. And I think shoppers today are really a lot savvier. They're a lot more connected, uh, like what Ashima mentioned. And therefore, the purchasing journey is also a lot more complex. So consumers can start their journeys at actually different times uh, and different channels, right? Um, it's no longer so linear. So I think with an always-on approach uh, to effectively engage these consumers, um, brands can see greater success when they meet them at the right time at the right place, where they know purchase, purchase intent is highest. Um, and also, I think certain key levers like search and in-app ads need to be always on to make sure that there's maximum efficacy in converting potential customers and not necessarily just only relying on certain spike days, as we call it, to do that. And I think very rightfully so, we are an enabler at Shopee. And I think e-commerce has evolved well beyond being just you know a checkout facilitator, but actually representing a full funnel for brands and help them better connect along the way. Okay, thanks for sharing that. It was only the beginning of this year when we started to see double-digit sales days each month. You know, with various shopping festivals and campaigns going on almost every month, how does Microsoft strategize which to invest in? It's true, isn't it? There is a festival every month. While I'm a marketer, I'm also a consumer. So it's, trust me, complicated for me from both ends. But the trick, Janice, is really in positioning that event and that date and married to your motions as a brand. We've managed to leverage these festivals for launches and pre-orders. It becomes a great way to use this event that the platform is getting behind anyway. Um, and you get a lot of traffic and eyeballs for which otherwise you would have to push a lot of advertising to get, right? So um, picking from recent memory, for 1010, it was all about Windows 11 for Microsoft because we just launched a new OS five days before that. While there's a lot of investment going into that launch momentum, but because 1010's around the corner, it just helps us mount it up on, mm -hmm. on, on a big event like that. Our teams have done a solid job of making sure that we have a clear planning view of not just the quarter, but actually of the half. And they, they know what to prioritize and what to market when. And they're marrying these two calendars very seamlessly. And I think that's where uh, the winning formula really lies because it's pretty easy to get overwhelmed and, you know, sort of sit back and say that, okay, I need to invest in 20 different festivals yeah. and how do I break this down? Mm -hmm. I think it's really not about that. It's it's more about saying what are the moments at the platform end? What are the moments at the brand end? Where do they come together seamlessly and how can you make the most of it? 
Having said that, I think I, I do need to say one thing, and this is extremely important because a little bit to to what Huyin said. As brands, we're trying to not be sell for a day and then then leave, right? That's not the strategy for marketplaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have ensured that there is a pretty robust off festival strategy as well, or people would call it business as usual strategy, because you don't want to be overtly dependent on conversions only on that one day. Honestly, yep. it's, it's essentially good business sense, right? What about you, Huiyan? Could you shed light on how the strategies differ for sellers and brands? Yeah, definitely. I think um, essentially for sellers and brands, it's important to you know firstly identify your key key business objectives across the year, right? So I think it really goes down to the basics um, at some point. So this will help them strategize a bit more effectively, understanding when and how much you should invest BAU or business as usual versus on certain spike days versus on you know festivities, uh, so on and so forth. And also understanding for the brand themselves, which stage of the e-commerce journey are they at? This will help them to better plan how much they want to invest, what their own expected goals are for the year, for the quarter, etc. So maybe let me give you an example. So for instance, a seller who just started their digital journey should focus on raising awareness of their store, build their presence, and then building trust amongst the customers. So for instance, providing good shopping experiences, cultivating the positive relationships through features like seller chat, going back to the basics of good product, as well as you know, good service. I think that's really important. That does not change regardless of the platform. And also, I think secondly, they can better understand the tools that are available, be more educated on what are the features that they can actually leverage on the platform that will help them gain more exposure and widen their reach a bit further. So a good example is you know, a footwear brand um, in Indonesia. It was started by two friends with a dream, right? So they go on to Shopee, And they are very, very diligent in working on understanding the platform, working together with with their Shopee, uh, with the Shopee team to look at what incremental steps they can take to increase their store followers, you know, increase uh, their reviews ratings, so on and so forth. So by now, they amassed over 67,000 followers on their store in Shopee today. And then it helped them to grow into a beloved homegrown brand for Indonesians. So this is an example of, you know, a fresh and an exciting brand that's just started uh, off uh, their e-commerce journey. On the other hand, for an established brand, their focus is, you know, to remain the top of mind within the category itself and also build customer loyalty and encourage repurchase. So for brands with that in mind, besides writing on our brand-centric campaigns, such as Shopee 1010 Brands Festival, with the high visibility they can get, generating strongest uplifts in order and GMV, at the same time, um, they also need to look into some tools that actually help the brands cultivate better loyalty with some of the shoppers. So one example is the Shopee Mall Brand Memberships Program. Mm. So this gives brands the autonomy to customize their own loyalty programs and rewards within Shopee in order to serve their customers the way that they want to. So what's interesting is that we are looking to integrate this initiative and this feature with the brand's own loyalty programs in the near future. So that actually helps make the user experience more seamless um, across channels, uh, on on and off Shopee as well. 
I guess in short, in summary, you know, there's really no cookie cutter strategy for brands and sellers. Everyone's at a different stage. Everyone has, you know, slightly different business objectives. But back to the basics, understanding your target customers, where your key competencies lie as a brand and for your products. And then finally, keeping abreast of the Shopee tools and programs that you can leverage is crucial. So don't be afraid to experiment. And I think strategies are definitely refined along the way. Let's switch gears, okay, and talk about the impact of COVID-19 on marketing. The pandemic has led many brands to go online and even create their own brand.com, for example. How has the pandemic impacted Microsoft's marketing and retail strategies? And what prompted you to even invest in a presence on Shopee? Microsoft actually has been on Shopee much before the pandemic, right? So Mm -hmm. this is actually a much older relationship, but marketplaces are a critical, critical part of our retail channel outreach, right, Janice? And they have been, but they have become more so even now, to be fairly honest, because Shopee is a platform which is allowing uh, reach and conversion. It's a platform where shoppers are searching and they're buying. Right. Mm. So as a brand, we want to sell where the customers want to buy. It's it's a very, very simple back to basics formula. And I love that, uh, you know, Huyen and I are literally just thinking pretty much the same thing when we're trying to answer these questions. But the pandemic has literally just accelerated our focus on, on omnichannel. Um, so we want to ensure that no matter the touch point, no matter the medium, we are there uh, and providing a very seamless customer experience to any shopper looking for a Microsoft solution on a product. Now, whether that's in store, that's on app, that's on an M dot. And even when they're walking through a store and still browsing the Shopee app, right? We've all done it. So it's, it's extremely critical. And I think the only one thing that the pandemic probably has changed is, um, and then again, that's coming from the, the customer's prioritization order, is that uh, the use of online and the use of shopping apps have probably, and the time spent on that has increased manifold, right? And I think as a consequence to that, our effort, um, our uh, priorities uh, on investing that much in that channel, leading with that channel, in fact, especially for markets like Southeast Asia, has become a total reality. Let's now focus on the series of tools that Shopee has, as well as the platform's seller education hub that helps brands and sellers scale their businesses on the platform. Which ones were most useful for Microsoft? So if you look at the the blueprint of retail, right, if you imagine retail as a phenomena, physical has existed uh, since centuries. Mm. Marketplaces and platforms requires us flexing a muscle that some of us didn't even know existed, right? It's a very new muscle. And it's one that needs to be evolved. It needs to be trained and supported constantly. Uh, From a Shopee into Microsoft perspective, we have an extensive self-serve and a managed learning system that's really helping us. And a couple of examples that you asked me now, if, if I can point out that come to mind, I think the first one is something that I use myself and something that my team really can't live without is essentially the Shopee brand portal, right? Having a real-time view of sales, conversion rates, page views is an underrated power. It allows you to do runtime changes during the campaign to accelerate what's working and sometimes even pull back things that are not working. And I can give you a million examples of when we would have done that and we would have literally changed the course for the better. Uh, during the middle of an 11-11, 12-12, and these multiple sale days or business as usual. And I think the second one is the education hub. I know you also mentioned it because it's a rather interesting mix of content, which literally goes across 
how to drive the right advertising, how to do good store setup, how to do right customer service. And the formats are also interactive, like webinars and masterclasses. I'll tell you why this becomes important for, for a brand like Microsoft, because we have teams across multiple countries and contexts, you know, working with Shopee and platforms such as Shopee. And, you know, digital is a focus which is growing. It's a team which is growing. There are multiple partners that we need to upskill as well. And this kind of a format and this kind of a, let me say, curation of content really helps get everybody, you know, sort of aligned to fundamentals rather quickly and strongly. Thank you for tuning in. For more information about the tools available to help optimize your brand's marketing strategy, visit Shopee's marketing solutions portal at ms.shopee.com. Want to have your story told? Reach out to us via the contact page at www.marketing-interactive.com. We look forward to sharing your story.